This is a CNIB Foundation podcast. Hi, this is John Rafferty, uh, President and CEO of CNIB. So uh, a number of questions that I've been asked to uh, chat about. First one was, have I ever belonged to a book club? And uh, I must confess that in a formal way, uh, no, I haven't. Um, But uh, in an informal way, there have often been times, uh, many times, where uh, I find a book I like, particularly in a work uh, setting, but also kind of a a more of a recreational book in family settings, where we uh, have good, robust discussions about a book that we've all read uh, over time. So so I've never been to a specific grouping that someone would say is a book club. Uh, but conversations about books we've read and, and authors is, uh, is something that our family does uh, multi-generationally all the time. And at work, um, usually about once a year, I will uh, distribute a book to the people who work for me and, and have a conversation about some of the key messages. When, where, and how do I read books? Um, so I read books every day. Um, a part of my uh, ritual every day is to uh, to spend anywhere, depending on how tired I am, from half an hour to an hour at the end of the day uh, reading a book. Um, when I'm on uh, vacation, I'll uh, if I if I've got a, a lazy kind of beach style vacation, I'll read a novel almost one every day. Uh, certainly four or five novels in a week. Uh, generally, what I call rubbish, um, but usually I throw one book in there that's going to challenge my brain uh, and, and make me think about things. Um, magazines, uh, not so much anymore. Uh, I dip in and out of content uh, online uh, that, that kind of has replaced my uh, consumption of magazines. I used to be a, a huge uh, avid reader of Wired magazine um, and, and being asked the question if I still read magazines, it makes me think, why, why did I stop reading Wired? And I'm, I'm not sure why. Maybe, maybe that's something I need to get back to. Um, uh, and that's probably the inner geek in me. Uh, favorite authors, favorite type of book. Um, I would say that by consumption, my uh, the authors I read are uh, kind of crime mystery uh, style books. I've read every book from the, the Ludlums and Baldacci's and the Grishams and the Connollys and the Harlan Cobans and um, so uh, I, that's the books I call rubbish um, and I don't call them rubbish because they're bad books I call them, they're, they're books that, that take me off into a different world that uh, provide escapism for me they're written in a way that is easy to read um, that I don't have to concentrate too much when I'm doing it um, and, and so I, I truly enjoy them uh, I do consume quite a lot of business related books as well um, and uh, the authors there, that most of the, the genres there tend to be one-off books so there isn't kind of an author uh, particularly I've read most of Jack Walsh's books he's got three or four uh, really good books um, uh, in that area but uh, other than that I would say that there's a an eclectic uh, uh, grouping of books and and I do read biographies of um, 
of, of people quite a bit. Uh, the challenge I have with biographies is they're often written in a way that I just don't enjoy consuming. The content is great. You know, the, the, I read a few on Obama that were fantastic. Uh, you know, the uh, um, the books on uh, um, I read books on Elon Musk that were written very well. Uh, tried to get through the Tony Blair one and just uh, just couldn't uh, because it was written the wrong way, not because I, I wasn't interested and fascinated by the content. Um, so um, a book I would recommend. Uh, so I, I'm going to give a couple of things that I would recommend. Uh, so one is a business book. Um, it's a book that I distributed uh, to uh, the emerging leaders at CNIB a little over a year ago. I distributed it to my team as well. Um, it is a book about uh, something I'm passionate about, which is rugby, and uh, it's a book about the all-black rugby team. It's written by James Kerr, and the book is called Legacy. Um, the book is, is much more about teams and culture um, and, uh, and, and how to uh, bring people together, um, what the role we play. It's quite philosophical about the role we play as individual humans on this thing that's spinning at a very quick uh, rate of knots going round and round in the universe. Uh, and the fact that uh, you know, we're custodians of what we do for the next generations, and, and it's important that we make an impact in what we do, but it's also important that we live, leave what we find in a better place and, and, than, and, than how we found it. Um, and the other one is not a book at all, but it is something that I probably read, um, I would say, six, seven, eight times every year. Um, and uh, it's a poem. Um, it is uh, by Rudyard Kipling, and it is called If. Um, it's a pretty short poem. Um, it starts uh, with a line, If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowances for their doubting too. Uh, I won't read the whole poem. It goes on, um, and towards the end it, it says, If you can fi fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run. Uh, yours is the earth and everything that's in it. Um, and it's, it's a poem that kind of weaves through a few different things. It's a, it's a very short uh, poem uh, that, that really talks about being true to yourself, um, liking yourself, uh, and having confidence in who you are. Uh, and judge yourself by how you live, not by how other people judge you. Um, anyway, it, it was written a long time ago. Uh, uh, I, I fell in love with a poem um, because it was uh, uh, on the back of the bathroom door in the house I grew up on, uh, grew up in, and uh, which is probably too much information. But anyway, uh, if you have never read it, uh, I would uh, encourage everyone to uh, to read Rudyard Kipling's "If." Hi everyone, this is Angela Bonfanti. I'm the Vice President for CNIB Foundation in Ontario and Quebec. I also am the Vice President for our uh, Centralized Programs team. And I'm here today to record my very first podcast. So bear with me. Uh, I am going to tell you about the books that I'm reading today. And I will tell you that there are many. Uh, I don't always finish books that don't have me completely enthralled in th their story. So um, I'll focus on the ones that I couldn't put down. Uh, one thing you should know about me is that I, I love to understand the world better. And so my genres are all over the place. I love murder mystery. I love autobiographies. Um, I love self-help. I love um, 
a love stories, you name it. Uh, if if it if the writing is good, I will read pretty much anything. And I, I almost always apply things to, to my life. So uh, I've got a lot on the political side, both Canadian and um, US, that uh, I read as far as autobiographies go. Uh, but I won't bore you with those because if you're not a political nut, you're, you're not going to like them. Uh, with the exception of Terry Fallis's book called The Best Laid Plans, as a former political staffer in Ottawa, I can tell you his book is hilarious and just spot on. Um, and so if you, if you have a chance, he's a Canadian author and he's, he's quite fantastic and very funny. Um, and I, I quite like his writing. Uh, the two books I'm going to focus on today are, um, another Canadian, uh, author, Sarah Meehan Cirque. She's written a compilation of sto short stories, which is called The Dead Husband Project. Um, really fun, mysterious short stories. And a great story behind this is that the, the, uh, it is obviously recorded by CNIB volunteers, and uh, this particular volunteer, Brooke, uh, who's been a volunteer for with our studio for uh, the better part of the last two decades, uh, she's done a, a bang-up job and uh, has, has plays one of the most the most uh, sultry characters in one of the stories in the book, and is just awesome. So get your audible version of the Dead Husband Project as soon as possible. Um, it's fun. The other book that I'm just I've just finished uh, on a holiday with my family is the is Washington Black. Uh, of course, the author is uh, Essie Edugian, and she's fantastic. This is a story uh, about a young man who uh, was on the tail end of slavery, uh, the era of slavery, and uh, his life takes him and his talent uh, takes him to every corner of the world. And I think that even though we're looking at a book, a story that took place a long, long time ago, it kind of gets us thinking about just how much has changed. Um, and the fact that, you know, for both, both for the better and to our detriment, uh, I would say as a society, there's still a lot that still applies in what young men, uh, Washington Black uh, experiences in his story. So really good writing. Uh, really has you at the edge of the, at the edge of your of your seat, or had me at the edge of my seat anyway, and um, yeah, I think uh, no wonder this book won Scotiabank's uh, Giller Prize. It was it's fantastic, and the one last plug I'll put in for is a book that I re finished reading over the course of the summer. It was it's called The Power of Habits. It's by Charles Duhigg. Uh, just a really fun way to understand how people's brains work. We're all creatures of habits, uh, whether we like it or not, whether we fight it or not. And this just sheds so much light into um, who we are and why we do what we do. So I think in recap, uh, definitely get Terry Fallis' Best Late Plans, uh, Sarah Meehan's Search the Dead Husband Project short story compilation, uh, S.I. Rugian's Washington Black's novel, and The Power of Habit, uh, Charles Duhigg. And and one interesting fact about uh, me is when uh, when I read magazines, and by the way, I like the trash magazines like Hello and um, OK Magazine. I read them from back to front. Don't ask me why. It's just it's just a thing that I do. So um, yeah, I'm not sure. Hopefully, I'm not alone out there with people who uh, do things sort of backwards. But uh, it's a fun way uh, to to read a magazine. I think. Uh, and yeah, so that's um, it for me on uh, my the books of my cho the, my choice. This is my first podcast, as as I said earlier. 
Uh, and then a little interesting fact about um, the fact that I read Awful Trust magazine uh, backwards. So thanks for listening. Hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, maybe I'll do this again. Bye for now. Hi there, my name's Suzanne DeCary Vandenbroek, and I'm the Executive Director for the GTA Foundation. I have been a member of a book club, actually. I was invited to join by a friend about three or four years ago. She was looking to put a book club together with some of her close friends, and she wanted to invite me. And um, I'll admit that while I was very intrigued by the idea, I was also intimidated. Um, as much as I've always been a very avid reader, and uh, ever since I was a, a young kid, my mom has a funny story uh, about me testing nap time by ripping up some of my books. And my mom knew that this was a serious statement because my books were my treasured property, and to rip them up was making quite the statement. So she, she knew nap time was over. That was uh, the end of, of that era. Um, so as much as I've always loved reading, I haven't always discussed um, books with anybody. I've always had a bit of a private relationship with the characters in the books I read and the stories and, and that world that's... Um, described to you or uh, is, is laid out before you when you read a book. Um, so it's a bit of a personal thing. And uh, again, I just wasn't one to really discuss any of the books that I had read with anybody. Uh, there was a brief period of time in high school when my friends and I were discovering some common interests and uh, we discovered some authors that we were really excited about. So we would talk about those books and we would swap those books. Uh, some of the authors we were really keen on in high school were um, Anne Rice. We read uh, the Interview with the Vampire and uh, Vampire uh, series. And um, later on in high school, Kurt Vonnegut, we discovered him and uh, would would swap Kurt Vonnegut books and definitely have some some lively discussions. But I hadn't done anything like that since high school. And high school was a, a long time ago. So um, I decided to take the plunge anyways, and I joined this book club. And I was pleasantly surprised, I guess, to discover that everyone else had the same trepidation about joining the book club as I did. Uh, when we when we started to talk and introduce ourselves, um, we discovered that everybody was a little bit intimidated to share their thoughts on the novels because they also felt like maybe they wouldn't have as much insight as other people and that would be embarrassing to them. And, and it was all a bit intimidating. And I realized uh, that, you know, I was in the right club. I was with the right group of people because um, as soon as we all confessed to our our trepidation, feeling a bit intimidated, uh, some of our insecurities around, you know, maybe not feeling as insightful as, as other people or the perception of other people being more insightful than us. As soon as that came out, we all just relaxed and there was a bit of a collective sigh in the room and we realized this is supposed to be for fun. And, uh, and it was fun. It was really fun. We read, uh, I think we read, uh, Gone Girl. That was the first novel of the book club. 
and we had some really lively discussion about it. And uh, I would say that it was a nice mix of some uh, philosophical debate um, and just some uh, sharing of insights of how other people perceive the world. Um, You can really get that from their interpretation of a character's motivations or a character's actions. Um, it says something, how, how an individual interprets that, says something about how they see the world. And I found that really fascinating. Um, and uh, unfortunately, the book club did disband because my friend, who was my connection to the book club, moved away, moved all the way out west to Victoria. And um, other people had significant life events happen so it uh it did it did fall apart but um during that time I I really enjoyed it and I had a really positive experience with uh being a member of a book club and maybe it'll be something I consider doing again in the future um I'm reading a book right now called In a Cottage in the Woods and it is um a mystery kind of uh, a murder mystery kind of, of story. And um, I've been really enjoying those types of novels lately. I would say um, that those are the kinds of books that I'm drawn to if I'm wandering around chapters or the public library. Uh, I'm really drawn to those stories that have a bit of mystery and intrigue. Uh, So I would definitely recommend checking it out. The author is Cass Green, and it's in a cottage in the woods. And that's all for now. For more CNIB Foundation podcasts, visit cnib.ca slash podcasts.